0: Flex and Frooms, Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch Up Podcast. Have you Flex ever heard of the term limerence? I have, yes. What does it mean? I would say limerence
1: is that obsessive state you find yourself in at the beginning of a crush where you are just so swamped by thoughts of them and fantasies of them and you live more in the delusion of the
0: situation than the reality. You are so spot on, my yeah. darling. Look at that yeah. face of satisfaction yeah. that you deserve to be wearing. <laughs> yeah. So this, I, I brought this up as like a urgent PSA, for, urgent for the girlies, and by girlies I mean every single yeah. person. When we say girlies, we truly mean everyone. Seriously, it's like when you say um uh, the every man or yeah, like yeah, the common God folk. created man. God created girly. (laughs) Yes. This is for the girlies who get obsessed with crushes. It actually has a word. It's called limerence. Mm -hmm. We have spoken about this before on our pod, but I actually wanted to go more in depth because I just think that the term crush does not encapsulate an experience that adults can go through when they start seeing someone or et cetera.
1: And not every crush is limerent and not every limerent behavior is due to a crush Sometimes we just are delusional and obsessive and sometimes we are
0: just appreciative in a very extreme way. So, yes, you can become obsessed with things that aren't romantic, but often Mm -hmm. when we talk about limerence, we're talking about romantic infatuations, often with a sexual element. So, it is a state of mind which results from romantic feelings for another person and includes intrusive, melancholic thoughts or sometimes tragic concerns for the object of one's affection, as well as the extreme desire to form or maintain a relationship and have one's feelings reciprocated, often... Limerence is made worse when there is not reciprocated desire. It can also be defined as an involuntary state of intense desire. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. Isn't it? Limerence is, and I think you're going to really like this whoever's listening who gets obsessed with crushes. It is an involuntary, potentially inspiring state of adoration and attachment to a limerent object, e.g. your crush, involving intrusive and obsessive thoughts, feelings and behaviours from euphoria to despair contingent on perceived emotional reciprocation so how does that work in the modern day it's texting someone texts you they text you back you feel euphoria you're waiting on their text we're going through the despair cycle Mm. that is essentially a key part of limerence it is characterized by internal experiences like ruminative thinking anxiety and depression temporary fixation and the dysregulation dysregulation of the self so If you are perhaps an OCD girly, a bit of an obsessive type, you are anxious or maybe even on the spectrum and you sometimes find that you will go through fixations, I think you might experience this. If you're wondering, how do I discern limerence versus love? I think we really need to think of this in the early stages of dating. So yeah. the texting context, the context where you're not exclusive, you haven't defined a relationship. Are we talking a situation? Is this going to be my future hubby, wife, life partner? Partner in quotations, because you know we don't use that term here in the Flex and Frumes, uh show. <laughs> and one of the original philosophers who spoke about this, 10 of, differentiates limerence and love by asserting that love involves concern for the other person's welfare and feeling yeah whereas limerence does not require it so you can really be obsessed with someone and it feels like love and you have all of these really intense emotions but you actually don't care about their welfare you don't Mm. really care if they're happy you just want them so badly that your judgment is clouded otherwise known in this um, modern dating context as being delulu
1: yeah well i would also say and what i've come to understand from limerence is that it's a very individual process as in the person that you're dealing with isn't really influencing your limerence state it kind of exists in your bubble where you decide it's going well or not going well based on whatever how you're feeling what you want from them whether you're happy in a different part of your life it all kind of puts pressure on your perception on what it is or how it is and if you want it or not
0: I think you need to ask yourself first and foremost, and even if it isn't Limerick, even if you're like in the seeing stage of someone, I think you need to ask yourself, what do you actually like about this process? So of course, I think when you start dating someone when you have a crush, it is really exciting. And part of that is like not knowing how it's going to go. So I think like, of course, that's going to be enjoyable and bring up a lot of different emotions. But if it's actually on the whole, making you unhappy, drawing you away from your life, then we need to start reassessing, A, is this on you to, as we say, get another hobby? Or (laughs) is it perhaps the way they're behaving that is making you feel? or that is influencing an insecure mindset.
1: And I will say the difference between limerence and a crush I've read is that limerence kind of feels like an obsession despite the reality. And a crush is uh, kind of like an attraction based on who the person is. Like I'm attracted to what they look like. I'm attracted to the way they speak. I'm attracted to how they show up in the world. It centers them. It pedestalizes kind of them and uh, your relationship with them. Whereas limerence kind of obsesses over the fantasy and the possibility, sometimes influenced by what they've said or done, but wholly influenced by just what you want.
0: Yes. Wow. Okay. I think something that you should think of, and I've fallen into this trap before, is what is having this intense crush serving you? So... I have found in the past times in my life where I've not had enough on is when (laughs) (laughs) the crushes have been the most crushing, so to speak. (laughs) So I've been through an experience before where like I've had a relationship end and I could have gotten it back, Mm -hmm. but they did something, for example, that I was just like, I can't go there. Then for a whole year, they are a limerent object to me. Even though I don't want them, they have become this kind of like for be- Like a better symbol. word, symbol and obsession that is – it's not even about them because then, you know, I, I had this experience once and I caught up with them a little while later. It's like the illusion was shattered. It was all in my head. Um, it was always this guess game, what are they thinking? Am I going to see them? da 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 And it was very interesting that it actually wasn't contingent on whether or not they liked me back because they kind of did. Well, I knew that they did, but I, in my mind, had like made up that it, we were never going to get back together. Does that kind of make sense? It does. So it wasn't a crush, but it was this kind of obsession. And I will say, I reckon if you are prone to OCD or obsessional thinking, I think it's very likely that you will have an experience like this in your dating life. If you experience limerence, but you haven't experienced obsessional thinking with anxiety, mm. that's what, like, in my experience, obsessional thinking with anxiety is like, but it's something that's not fun. So at least with the crush element, you've got something fun to fantasize about. I reckon as well, think about in your life. So let's say you're in a limerent phase with someone. You're in a a bit of a Delulu moment. Think, what am I procrastinating? So I'm currently in this process of doing this really difficult thing, which requires me to be really focused, which is writing the book. So tell me why I'm choosing any opportunity to be distracted. I'm getting crushes. I'm cleaning the house. Mm. Like I'm doing all this stuff that's totally, like, making the procrastination so much worse and then I've had to kind of reflect back and think oh my god did I even have a crush on that person did I even need to clean the house like did I even it's 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 very funny and I think like it's very hard to do in the moment and I can actually only do this with hindsight but think about what are you actually procrastinating because it's often something that is not an easy fix and finally think about and I've written this down think about if this person's behavior is encouraging your preoccupation are they flaky? Do they take ages to respond to texts? And then you must figure out if this is something you're willing to tolerate, versus how entitled are you to their time and how they spend it. Mm. This is where communication is key. Oh, one one final thing, girls: listening. What you want to do if you have a limerent object? Beware people that give you. Oh, I hate using all these dating terms, but also it makes sense. Crumbs, yeah. because if you're getting a little, even a little tiny bit of hope, it is massive fuel to the fire. It's like a fire starter. So starvation for once is the answer in this process. (laughs) A lack of any notice. So like an onslaught of evidence that the limerent object does not return the limerence can gradually desensitize you. So in that case, I would say girls and boys and girlies, if you aren't sure if they like you, rip the stop band-aid talking off. talking to them. No but like <laughs> stop talking to them yeah but then I feel like in the back of our little in, in the back of your mind you're like oh maybe if I stop talking then they'll really like me. So do something like rip the band-aid off and be like all right what are your intentions? Oh. And then if they make it clear that it's not what you want then you can like. But uh, don't you also think like
1: the the average person is just not good with confrontation or having to justify what they feel. So like let's say you're in a limerent state. You have a crush. You're not sure if they like you, but they've got you in this despair dopamine cycle where they give you a little crumb, you get excited. They don't uh, they don't follow up or they don't add more. They don't give you more crumbs and you get into a despair. And then you might uh, set up a shot so they can take it. So you might like post it they'll see and they'll acknowledge you and then give you another crumb and then you're back in the cycle. So is is an option, for example. If you're in this despair cycle, sorry, if you're in this limerence cycle that's triggered by a person, if you remove yourself from the person,
0: then they can't give you a crumb. So, what would an example be like? Block their number.
1: Potentially, but also, I think from what you mentioned in those initial studies, limerence has a lot just to do with you, like how you're perceiving the situation. So, it's one of those, well, like, They're not texting me because they're so intimidated. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) And they're just really nervous. (laughs) Guys, far out. It's so good that we have this common, like, we have these communication channels to, like, it's so crazy how you don't have a unique experience. Mm, Which is my favorite thing about being alive.
1: (laughs) I used to be like, no one's done life like I've done life. Everybody's done it. They say, oh, TikTok exists. And that's the best thing about it. We're always together. You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms daily
0: podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.